0: to this nice attorney fancast i'm stephanie not one but two trouble teens i'm michelle and i'm all the bad guys
1: and i'm kevin and welcome to my chest dimension
0: <laughs> yes all the dimensions of chest one two and four d that's hi kevin welcome to the podcast oh. welcome back <laughs>
1: It's I'm here. Wow!
0: Wow! Wow! Everyone, friend of the podcast, Kevin is the one who did the stream with us that we never shut up about, but we're gonna shut up about eventually because <laughs> this is it. This is the recap. But first, the news, Michelle.
2: Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Well, first the news is is <laughs> I had a different computer that I had to pull up on. Oh God. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Um. So the news was DGS last time. Now the news is Capcom Cafe has a new line
0: of Ace Attorney shit, everyone's favorite. Oh yes, stuff. The, the stuff Japan gets, but we don't.
1: Ooh, those are my those are my favorite.
0: Yeah, Kevin's been to Japan, so Kevin, I have,
1: and I will go again.
0: <laughs> and Kevin has gifted me a tiny Phoenix Wright gachapon thing Yeah. <laughs> keychain. I don't remember. It's in a it's in a box now. <laughs>
1: Well, soon, soon to be in a much better place. Yes. I yeah.
0: assume. Um, Capcom
2: Cafe's thing is like summer festival. So it's got everyone in like Hakama and shit for the
0: official art. And that's very nice. It's very cute. It's your, um, it's, it's the classic roster. It's very, it's very cute. It's very cute. classic roster. Roster Clavier is, uh, got his, like his G and his, uh, you know, chain belt on top of his Hakama. I'm sure it's very respectful, uh, Apollo. Looks kind of terrible, to be honest. <laughs> yeah,
2: Apollo looks a little shitty.
0: Maya is, they've diverted from her color scheme a lot. It's a lot of yellow for it's her. It's a lot of yellow, but the purple. Um, Obi with the Megatama, also in yellow. But very cute. Hella cute. Phoenix is looking like look a little gangster. A little a little bit of a gangster <laughs> head
2: tilt. But he's got badges, like, over all of, like, his, his has badges. It's, it's like attorney a, badges at the bottom. Yeah, like it's the, like a great oh, it. scheme, but it's, it's got badge. it's got like the badge and
0: um. Edgeworth looks exactly what you would fucking think. It's, yeah, he
1: it's, he kept the ruffles. Yeah,
0: it's just they turned his suit into a kimono, and you, yeah, that's that's exactly in, it. In
2: Tumblr, in Tumblr fandom news, Tumblr fandom has figured out that the HTML that is approximately Edgeworth's suit color is boob sixty nine hashtag boob sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's <laughs> been there's been wow. quite a lot of discussion about whether it is or is not Boob 69, and it's with zeros, so it's B00B69. Um and then there was a lot of discussion of it being Boob 69 during the seven-year gap because of the fluctuations in the colors of his suit. <laughs> <laughs> they tracked the colors of his okay. suit up until the seven-year gap and after the seven-year gap. And so they figured out that it was exactly boob 69 during the seven-year gap.
0: Anyway. This is very important <laughs> fandom news in the middle of an actual news In the drop. middle of actual news.
2: Uh, go to Core Records and look at the picture if you care about the- The other two
0: are Franzi and Godot, and they both look- Franzi's really yeah. cute, Godot looks good. Godot,
2: um, you know, they look fine. You know, everyone there's, there's looks a, fine.
0: There's a little shoe in the back for a bonus. The character. real news,
2: apart from Boob69, is the merch that comes with it. Let's see, Kevin does not know about this. Let's see if this Kevin can to pick me. out the news about the merch.
1: Okay, I'm there's seeing- There's many keychains. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of keychains. I'm seeing
2: lanyards, maybe like
1: pins. Uh, I see an envelope that looks like Miles Edgeworth's ruffles.
2: Okay, you figured it out. So let's <laughs> let's do let's do a zoom on what what Kevin believes is an envelope that looks like Miles Edgeworth's ruffles.
1: I'm doing my best guess with what I can see.
2: There yeah. was a spread of all of them, and now here's a zoomed in picture. Kevin, please describe this item.
1: <laughs> this is a tissue box where the ruffles are the tissues that you pull out. Is is that correct? That
2: is correct. They are selling an officially licensed Capcom merchandise, which is a tissue or Kleenex box that looks like Edgeworth's suit, where the third (laughs) ruffle of the cravat is the Kleenex. So first impressions of this were wild, that this is a real item. This can't be a real item. This clearly is stolen from fandom who is currently debating (laughs) boob 69.
0: (laughs) I have seen this like, uh, Edgeworth ruffle and also given to Phoenix, like in his, I think like dual destiny suit, like as tissue box covers sold on Etsy years before this has come about. So I like, see. this is why I, I, my first reaction is like, this is insulting. Cause they stole this from fandom. Capcom has reached the low of stealing from their fans. But it's my second. So my second impression
2: after all this mm-hmm. is that the quality of the fabric on this item looks like absolute dog shit.
0: Like <laughs> now that we're looking closer, yes. Also, these are shitty tissues. <laughs> these just, these aren't your brand name just, Kleenex with aloe with Vicks vapor up. These are the trash ones your office gave. I was gonna say this is a hotel room box of <laughs> Kleenex. That
1: well, so the the thought I have looking at this uh, is so they've gone and deliberately like folded and rumpled tissue to resemble the cravat more Correct. accurately. Yes. The first time you pull that out. Every subsequent issue is just going to be sticking straight up oh, top. Oh yeah, it, the the illusion is going to be ruined immediately upon use. So
2: he also doesn't have a badge.
1: He doesn't have. Oh, a I badge. guess he, no, he doesn't wear, a badge. wear
2: his badge. That's a plot point that he doesn't wear his badge oh, yeah. on the outside. He hides his shame like a true prosecutor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, second, though, I mean, stolen or not, it does fulfill the dream of blowing my nose into Edris cravat. This
2: is, I mean, yeah. yeah, I get why this item exists. I'm not, I'm not. I feel, okay, I was going to say, I'm not mad that it exists, but I am. It feels insulting, and I can't verbalize why. (laughs) I feel insulted by this product being officially licensed. (laughs) However, um, I wish that they had splurged a little bit to make it out of some fucking decent fabric, because I can see the screen printing on it. Like, it just does not look good. Um, anyone who does have access to this item, don't buy it, because it, do- it looks like shit.
0: Remember, like, for the 10-year we got wine? We got perfume? We got cologne? Yeah. <laughs> now we're just, like, tissue box.
2: Yeah, a tissue box. And, you know, buttons and lanyards and keychains and shit. I mean, people who can go to the Capcom fa- Cafe have enjoy it uh, as much as possible. We've talked about it at length on this program, so we won't keep talking about it, but that's today's news. If you want real news, go to the last episode when DGS came out. What am I made of money?
3: <laughs>
2: and if you want fandom
0: news, you just go back to the part about boobs.
2: Go, yeah. If you want fandom news, um, the fandom's having a ball right now with boobs sixty nine, and then that there's another color that is present in Ace Attorney clothing, and I can't remember whose it is, but it's zero four
0: twenty sixty nine too. Of course. So it's the HTML colors is going great, and they're doing the real service around here. Yes. Um, but that is the news. Uh, we are going to proceed to talk about the rest and the entirety of this episode of Investigations 2, uh, Prosecutor's Path, Miles Edgeworth, you know, that second game in the series that we yeah. just keep talking about. Uh, so if you don't want spoilers, we'll see you next time. See you next time.
1: I won't. I won't be there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gavin now... says bye.
2: <laughs> All right. Unless
1: I come back for you. I don't know
2: that... You can come back anytime you want.
1: Oh, um, thank you.
2: And now we're all vaccinated, so... <laughs> yes,
1: and we're all in
0: the same we're room. We're all in the same room. <laughs> Hashtag blessed.
1: Right.
0: Um, so let's talk about this Edgeworth game. Yes, so let's talk about holistic overall impressions. Freaking love this game. Good game. 10 out of 10. We'll recommend this game, except the emulator struggles a little bit. It's not <laughs> the game's fault. <laughs> also, maybe don't try to stream it, because that might not have helped. <laughs> it probably didn't
2: help, but yeah, this this one was as good as everyone had told us about. Yes, like we were,
0: we definitely, and I think like perspective wise, like I think that, but like for the amount of time that we waited, or basically from the whole game, like it was nice to come back to Ace Attorney in this. Like the writing just felt more true to what the core games were. Like I do think Dual destiny's and Spirit of Justice did a good job, like writing Phoenix, but in a way that kind of made Phoenix stale. In that you know kind of. And like Edgeworth kind of felt weird and forced because he had all this character growth, and they're trying to make him like the bad guy, but still fun, (laughs) but still around. Like like they're
1: stuck in a holding pattern. They're trying to make it feel like it used to by making it the same, even though the series had progressed. Right, right? and I
0: feel like Investigations Two wasn't held to that same trap, you know, kind of deal or same like rule set. So we were able to have a way where Edgeworth was able to go on this character arc of a journey and yet still end back at the same place where he is a prosecutor again. And he learned lessons, though, and feels like a a grown character, which I think was really, really well handled. I don't think everything in this game was well handled, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, that's overall my, my impressions. Also, I had a lot of fun doing it. Just to remind everyone, I had a lot of fun doing it with you two. It was a really great time doing streams and doing voices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good.
1: I yeah. also had fun. I really, I was really happy to revisit this game with you guys even though I had to spend a lot of my time holding back spoilers when I knew you were coming.
0: <laughs> well, I'm we like, oh, I can't it. wait till
1: you get to this.
0: <laughs> Thank but. you for that. <laughs> Kevin is one of the one of the friends, I would say, that is very good about not spoiling things. I have friends who are not as good. <laughs> Jesse! Jesse's Jessie got, <laughs> gotten better, but Jesse is... Very bad at spoiling things. She doesn't I, listen. It's okay.
1: <laughs> I, I try my best, but I am also constantly overcome with the desire to spoil things for people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you came back to this, was it like, oh yeah, I remember all this stuff, or was it like, oh man, I forgot about this. This part's good, or this part's it, be- oh, I forgot how bad this part so, was.
1: So uh, for the most part, like I remembered the broad strokes of the plot. I was like, all right, I know that these certain things are going to happen. But all the details were gone from my mind because how am I going to keep track of that? Listen,
0: they're mostly gone from my mind at this point, too.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I'm not going to, like all the Ace Attorney games I've played, I'm not going to remember every single objection that was made. Just the the big, important parts. Mm -hmm. And so revisiting it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot a lot of the interim. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of good stuff in there. A lot of weird and interesting characters I forgot existed. Uh, And characters who are much worse than I remember, and we'll get to that. Um, But also characters that were better and more interesting than I remember. And so, like, yeah, there was a lot of great stuff for me to experience going into it again. It wasn't just replaying, uh, because it has been many years since I first played it. Mm. Um, So yeah, I'd call it a, a worthwhile and fulfilling experience.
2: Yeah, I think for that reason, I don't have any regrets about waiting this long. I mean, I know in our in our past uh, young and, and naive selves, we were like, we're not going to play it because we'll get it someday. We'll play the official release. <laughs> which is the same with the Ace Attorney movie. We we're like, someday they'll have an official release. And we oh. want to be supportive of the official release. And so we won't talk about it until it's been so long. You know, like, it's just not happening, which is uh, really a shame. But... I'm glad we played it now. I'm glad that we played it so that it's been long enough so that people like Kevin, but also people out there could experience yeah. it again. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people in the chat were experiencing it again, but it had been a long time, so it was novel again. So yeah,
0: and people are still watching the the VODs according to YouTube sub- monthly summaries. So. Wow, nice.
2: wow, it's all Jesse's yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> Shout
0: out to Jesse's brother.
2: <laughs> um, but. It was good. It was good. I don't know yet how I feel like this ranks in my all if I have to rank all of Ace Attorney, I don't Mm -hmm. know where this ranks, but it is in the upper half. Definitely for sure. Like Mm -hmm. the, the top half. And I do think it was better than the first one. Which is rare for a sequel. It doesn't and, have Quirkus yeah. Alba
0: in it. Of course it's better. <laughs> it's rare for a
2: sequel and a spin-off, let me say. like It's yeah. a spin-off sequel, so you're like, this is going to be dog shit. But actually, it's really good.
1: <laughs> yeah, they managed to improve upon a lot of things. And there are things that it does that even the main series doesn't do that I really appreciate. Um, which I don't know. Yeah, we do just it. Go into, into it. it. The, the the big thing was the connectivity of the cases, right? Like yeah. every.
0: Yes. Oh, it's so good. Right.
1: Like the, the the thing that stuck out to me most, playing at the first and second time, were like, oh, every case directly feeds into the next. The characters return each time, uh, like so that they can build on the things that happened previously. They're aware of and changing. Right. Uh, it, it's not just like the enemy prosecutor or. Uh, like one series villain there is every every friggin member of the supporting cast is like part of this weird weaving narrative, and like because the cases are all connected pretty directly and because the the characters are part of just kind of one continuous journey, like it's also just one of the more complicated plots in any of the Ace attorney games, right yeah because there's a lot of like moves and counter moves and plans being made in this game.
0: Yeah. And I think following off of that, too, it's like when we were Michelle was going over the last case, mm-hmm. we were going like through and guessing like Alicia Scones was the mastermind. <laughs> like <laughs> Obviously laughable in hindsight, but not really. But it could have been. It, it could have like, been. It, like, that was the kind of cool part about that last case is anybody we could have met. Because and we had that connectivity. Yeah. Could have been the mastermind.
2: Like uh, Delese Scones, but also Nicole Swift was one that I thought it was. Yeah, for a both long time. both of
1: them had some good red herrings pointing at them.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I thought
0: it was Ray for a little while too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there was a lot of possibilities. I really, for a lot of the game, thought Ray is only here to be the villain, <laughs> and I'm glad it. And, and I mean, I'm glad it he wasn't the villain in the way that I had expected it. However, we'll get to that. <laughs> Ray is a villain in a different way. Maybe Ray is the real villain in this game. <laughs>
2: Maybe. So
0: we, we can
2: talk about it. But, like, uh, if we have any more overall impressions. Otherwise, we could go right to Raytown if we
3: want to. <laughs>
1: uh, I think uh, the only other, like, just sort of continuing on the thread of, like, it could have been anyone. That is something that uh, I liked about this relative to some of the other games where... Um, in the situation of, like, a Mad guard right, when there's only two new characters introduced yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, one of them's going to be evil, That that's, like, harder to pull off because you know by the metafiction who's going to be the villain in stories like that. Um, but... I
0: should have, but I definitely didn't at well, the time. But I was much younger.
1: <laughs> no, I no. not to say that I knew Mad guard's whole deal. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when it comes to like, the games, the more of them I played and the more I, I am used to the way they write cases, it's like, alright. A lot of the, the screen time is taken up by returning cast members who aren't going to be the villain, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, like, the couple of new characters, there's only so many. Right. Yeah. Uh, one of them's gotta be the murderer. Right. Uh, which is, like, part of the reason Phantom worked as well mm-hmm. as it did, because yeah. they really threw a curveball on that one. Right. Um, but, and this is a similar situation, where they had a curveball, but now there was multiple different, like, threads.
0: Yeah. Yes, and, yeah. And it could have been any of those balls. Yeah,
1: they threw a lot of balls in the air. And
2: to be fair, this is, like, specifically the final villain, whereas in the in the Daddy Edgeworth case, um, Dane Gustavio was the one of, where there's three new characters it's gonna be one them. Like true. so this and one game, of them's dead yeah this so game can't even avoid that it was like is it delicia scones is it the what's-her-face singing girl or is it Dane gustavius so
1: and funnily enough because of the construction of that case it was both of them <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: true yeah. delicia
1: was the only one who didn't do a version. <laughs>
0: delicia is the only one who well, she did commit crimes. She did other she did, crimes. She
1: did other unrelated crimes. Nobody's hands are clean in this game. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, and, and it is also interesting the extent to which, like, other series villains do get built up.
3: hmm
1: Right? Like, because of uh, freaking Blaze the Best is such a, like...
2: Motherfucker. <laughs> he is
1: such a motherfucker <laughs> and, like, manages to, like, dominate a couple of cases by himself as far as being the king shit heel.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but still isn't the, like final boss of this game. Yeah.
0: That's true. He, like, really sets himself up to be a final boss, like how Garon sets herself up. He's, yeah. In Spirit of Justice, like, I wasn't quite sure who was gonna be the final one between, like, uh, Rafa's mommy, Garon, and her dad. Her dad gets killed, so like, that, that list narrowed down really yeah. quickly. Um, but up until we met Simon Keyes, like, I didn't know it was Simon Keys. Yeah. And I don't know if it was, like, uh, I mean, I was surprised it was Simon, but knowing he was a fucking clown but was like,
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: he's a fucking clown. A fucking idiot. clown yeah. yeah. And so it wasn't like. I. So I think if it was Ray at that point, I think it would have felt more of a holistic story, perhaps. However, it was pretty good that it was Simon, so I'm not mad. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe in retrospect,
2: like I have thought about. Last time, I think I talked about that. It would have been cooler if Rey was the villain, and Kevin disagrees with me on this. I do from an overall narrative, which we'll talk about. But thinking about it more in the past month, if Ray had been the villain, it just would have been trials and tribulations again, like when Godot is the villain, right? I
1: think that was my biggest argument against it. Even
2: yeah, and I've thought about it a lot more, and I agree.
1: And we can. (laughs) I guess we should just talk about. Yeah,
2: let's let's talk about. Well, let's talk about. Yeah, let's talk about Ray.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> let's talk about Ray in this function, then we can talk about why Ray's a motherfucker and the real villain of this game, but not in the way we thought. Yeah. Because um, I think the trial and tribulation is true. And that's the thing is, like whenever we do an anime versus plausible, we try really hard not to recreate a case that already exists. Yeah. yeah. Which I think Ace Attorney tries its best to not do the same thing. Like, do the it does the same thing while doing at least something different enough to make the experience different enough. They try. Yeah. I'm not saying they're successful all the time, but, like, if they had made it Trials and Tribulations again, that would have felt a little cheaper. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, for me, if we had played it this time, and I don't think I would have felt that because it had been such a long time since yeah. I played Trials and Tribulations. It's been at least eight years. So, I think it would have felt differently for me now- Versus, like, having played if I played all the games at once, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, do I think someone else could have been a better villain? Probably Delicia Scones. Mostly because <laughs> mostly that she'd be going. I think Nicole Swift, I think, also would have been a good one um, because she was in that first case and then kind of disappears and comes yeah. back. It could have yeah. been Lada. Because it's Lada. You I can. didn't think that. It would be
1: hard to make it lotta because she's it, a serious it, regular. It, but
2: yeah, but honestly, like, let her go. Release her into the wind. And by that, I mean prison. But she because we've talked about how lotta is essentially Larry Buds, but like yeah. a different. She's yeah. just like a slightly, you know, the LaCroix flavors? Like, she, she's just a one LaCroix <laughs> flavor off from Larry Buds. But, um, I had my first initial after game was that I kind of wanted Ray to be the villain because there was much more of a personal connection to Edgeworth. Mm-hmm. And so it would have had more emotional stakes for Edgeworth if like his newly introduced never before heard from Mentor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> man,
0: what is Ace Attorney back, <laughs> back in insert? Certain... His
2: retcon dad. Yeah. What his, yeah, if Edgeworth's retcon dad had been, <laughs> been the villain, uh, it would have had more stakes
1: yeah, but, and, but but then my 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 feeling about that was that like, yeah, but we've already done your mentor betraying you uh, like that was Apollo and uh Manfred
0: and Christoph.
1: Yeah, also Manfred. Yeah. Like like
0: uh, no one can beat Manfred. He raised a fucking he, <laughs> yeah. he killed a man yeah. raised his child to be the exact opposite and well, because we don't have... And
2: then so, for murder. And then for yeah. murder. We don't have time anymore, it seems like, to go into the nuances of these relationships, which is like part of the reason that we had such problems with Spirit of Justice is mm-hmm. because like Apollo and what's his fucking face? Daddy. Dirk. Redcon Daddy. Dirk. Dirk. Yeah. D- Apollo and Dirk, their relationship as mentor and mentee and or father and son is extremely nuanced when you look at it because it is someone who raised you since you were abandoned because your bard dad died in a <laughs>
0: Jove justice! <laughs> I am contractually obligated to scream Jove justice! Yeah, but he
2: you live by a river and he never taught you how to swim and then <laughs> And then he just fucked off and like left you and shipped you to, to a different country to be in an orphanage, which is like so many levels of fucking childhood drama, like that. But but we don't have time in the whimsy of Spirit of Justice where we're interrogating a puddle, like about <laughs> a guy whose name is I forgot to plug in my speakers and the concert starts. <laughs> we don't have time. So, like, go into the nuances of Dirk and Apollo, and then suddenly, and then you have, like, a romance cover where he's, where Dirk saves Apollo from drowning, and then he just fucks off and dies.
0: (laughs) He had been dead most of the time.
2: And so, like, Replacement Daddy, at this point, like, they're so busy trying to not repeat themselves with Replacement Daddy, Mentor betrays you, that they're, they're... they can't even explore the the massive catacombs that they created in their relationship. Yeah, <laughs> with Ray, like, so if we had replacement daddy, but mentor betray you, like Ray, there are not nuances. So it probably would have not
0: been as fucking weird as the Dirk <laughs> situation. Nothing could no. be weird because that art doesn't exist for anyone but Dirk and Apollo. <laughs> and,
2: but I agree that it probably just would have been like the writing on the wall at this point so yeah, and Simon you can talk about how Simon is a foil a better foil
1: yeah well I, so I, like, just to to throw it back to I agree that as a result of Ray not being the villain he also just isn't that important to the story Yeah, right who like exists there to be the ghost of Gregory Edgeworth hovering over Miles right. and be like what would your dad think about this? Yeah, and pause
2: on that. Since he's not the villain, all of his completely unforgivable behavior is just, like, insane. Yeah, no,
1: he's just a a weird, creepy man. (laughs) And (laughs) I assume we'll get to that soon. We'll get to that. We have to bitch about Ray. But first, the... um... Shit, what was I going to say? Simon. Simon, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Simon, I thought, was a a pretty interesting foil for Edgeworth as a person who... um, like his shit. daddy
2: didn't teach him how to swim and then abandoned him in the river. <laughs> I mean, in a cold car. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, look. like definitely in a in a story about bad dads, which this is. Yeah. Um, like having that kind of uh, generational problem stack up on him. Uh, like, especially since both their dads are involved in that case. Right, they do have that weird connection. Yeah, though it is distant, and both of them were unaware of it until recently. But just in terms of like uh, his philosophy as a person, on like um, taking justice into his own hands, uh, manipulating people for the sake of his ends, right? Like he's a he's a really pragmatic person. Likes chess. Likes chess.
0: God, everyone likes chess and so. No, just much. those two. No. Well, and also, also
1: Knightley. Yeah, also, Dogen. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. right. There's four whole people. Knightley and there's,
1: uh, there's a lot of chess in that game. But I'm just saying that, like, um, hi, him being a much more. Um, oh, what am I thinking of? Like, presenting himself as a client makes it interesting because Edworth hasn't been betrayed like that. <laughs> Yeah, Phoenix has, but... Phoenix has. Phoenix has had bad clients. (laughs) But, like, this is Edgeworth's first foray into defense attorneying and his first client. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, That's true.
1: uh, Mostly I'm thinking about that. Uh, It's uh, interesting because he's right to a certain extent that, like, without his intervention, none of these people would have been brought to justice. Like, Edge... About how he challenges the notion that Edgeworth can create justice at all yeah. through his system. Because as a prosecutor, like, he's only ever caused more shit. Yeah. Uh And, like, uh even as a defense attorney, his powers are limited. And, like, because Simon exists outside the law uh, and has, like, pulled all of these strings, he's uprooted a lot of really nasty and corrupt people that, like, Edgeworth could never do anything about. Right, like if he was just going to tackle Blaze on his own, what would he do? Yeah, he got fired, is what he did (laughs) for trying to do it.
2: We have a like Simon is an interesting because Edgeworth has been been taught multiple times in his career that he is not able to bring justice correctly. Like Phoenix teaches him that that just prosecuting people with the assumption that they are guilty does not result in justice, and then Simon teaches that. That the cops don't do a good job, basically. <laughs>
3: yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> the the corru- i mean, it's it's more the no. corruption in the prosecution, the prosecutorial's office, and prosecutorial discretion. You can't tell us the cops are corrupt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, 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 once again, the prosecution and the police are corrupt enough that people can get away with crimes. So Edweth can't exactly just create justice within the realm of the law. Yeah. You know, which is an interesting lesson, but. Simon is also a foil in that Edgeworth could have become that. That's right? true. That is a, they, both their daddies were in the same case. Like, <laughs> Edgeworth could have followed his other daddy, Manfred von Karma, and become essentially what Simon is. Which is really cool because there's that leg of it, but also you have the other leg, which is Sebastian. Which is right. Edgeworth Whoa. before he has made a choice. You know, Sebastian is is another
0: Opportunity of for Edgeworth, like yeah, represents- Lays is
1: doing to Sebastian what Karma did. And this is right. my argument:
0: is I think Simon falls flat because while he's technically a foil, I felt that at the end, that foil was. So literal in terms of like our dads were in the same case. Yeah, your dad was a murderer. My dad wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like your dad, and I'm just like my dad because I'm putting you away, bitch. You know, like kind of deal. Like I'm on justice, (laughs) where I feel like the nuances between Sebastian and and Edgeworth were just more present, and that's because we spend more time with him because he's Sebastian's not the murderer. That's true. You know, so I think it's just we got to have that opportunity to see the character arc of Sebastian. And Sebastian is justifiably, like, starts off as a little shit and gets a lot better. And I'm very happy that that's, like, the one yeah. fandom character that I was waiting for. And then it then was it earned. That yeah. it yeah. was earned. Because, like, I was like, why does everyone love this little shit? God, I hate this. <laughs>
2: I might be I might be backtracking on Ray should have been the villain for a second, though. Because, okay, so Sebastian being that much potential, right? Yeah. And Sebastian represents Edgeworth at his his pivot point right yeah or the first pivot point i suppose um if ray had been the villain it would have been look my mentor's fucking me over and i'm overcoming it sebastian like i lead by example right because edgeworth tells sebastian hey your mentor fucked you over but you can choose your prosecutor's path
1: right (laughs) so but also Edgeworth did already have that happen with Manfred. It's true. So he doesn't need a new guy to teach that lesson.
2: It would have been not a lesson for. That would have been a situation where Edgeworth would not have been the main character. It would have been. The game would have been about Sebastian, but through the lens of Edgeworth as leading by example. That makes sense,
1: though. There's no way we're playing a game with Sebastian. (laughs) No, nor no. should we. No, nor
2: should we. No, it would ruin everything. I think like it because, would be intolerable. Because,
1: because Sebastian's logic system would be like, no ideas connect. <laughs> Hel- help me. <laughs> <laughs> Justine. Just there's, there's a Justine button. <laughs>
3: Justine.
1: And she comes in and does all the objections and presents all the evidence for you and you're like, alright, good, I'm the best. You wouldn't
2: even be doing the forensics. You would just there would be one for I did the forensic you know, like <laughs> summon report.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, right, I kind I wanna play this game a little bit. Like not a whole game. One I wanna, level, yeah. I wanna play like a like a, a snippet, I guess, yeah. where it's just like, alright, that was a bad idea, here's the real game kind <laughs> of <laughs> <laughs> deal or it's like you're know, like Sebastian you're not allowed to you're not allowed to give me the control. you're not allowed to have this anymore you know and
1: then but we you can, just play as Justine for a little bit it's yeah
0: what I was gonna
2: say We in that cake game that we made up where you, <laughs> where you yeah. get to be um, in our anime versus plausibles mm-hmm. we've now started creating an elaborate world where <laughs> where there's a prosecutor who we've named Viridian and she is extremely like um green green but right, also but also, like, her way of doing it is all these prosecutors, like, the legal system's so fucked, I'm going to have a stenographer with me at all times, taking literal notes on everything, and I will be able to prove everything every step of the way, so nobody can ever double-cross me, right? And Kay is in it. We've decided Kay is in Okay, all right. Good. <laughs> As a cop. Um, but the, the Simon level, or the Sebastian level can be in that one. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> anyway,
0: that's all. That Sebastian, so we have a little cameo. He's still bad at it.
3: Anyway,
0: oh. <laughs> better, but bad. Um, um, but I, so I guess, like, yeah, Simon, I think is is fine. It's like, it's like a surprise. I really like the surprise. Uh, his, he, you know, he's a he's a motherfucker. I do like he's like like how we were saying like at the end, he's like, well, that's not a crime. Fine, how an air balloon is not yeah. a crime? That's not a crime. So you can get <laughs> him on everything. He admits to everything, but none of it was a crime. We know he commits crimes, and we eventually get him on the crimes. And then, like, we yeah. have cool assassins at the end. So, like, I'm not dissatisfied with Simon. But I think in terms of, like, character depth, Simon just didn't deliver it for me. Because the situation was more of, like, a puzzle piece we had to figure out. And not something I could stew on and feel like as a real foil to Edgeworth. That's fair. It's more like a, hey, your dad sucked. Well, my dad didn't suck. <laughs> you know?
1: that, that That's fair, because I, I do think that... um to some extent, it being a surprise makes it harder to also build a real,
3: yeah,
1: uh, real foil connection. Where like, because Sebastian is a consistent character, you can kind of go through that journey. But Simon is hiding who he really is, right? So like, every everything he said in his initial case was bullshit, yeah. And so that kind of like wipes out whatever emotional connection Edgeworth might have had to him because he's like, oh, no, you're...
0: Which is really good that the game built multiple foils for Edgeworth because then you can, like, have this deep dive of, like, oh, good job, team. Good job. Um,
2: I do think that a lot of Simon's weakness is in the character design and I think if if Simon didn't look like a fucking clown, um, it would (laughs) have been more rewarding at the end like honestly truly the the heel turn one of the most disappointing heel turns in the series i think yeah like as as far as the reveal because when he he gets his evil yeah Yeah. his
0: his, yeah his his his, yeah his villain break or whatever you want to call it uh we call it heel turn. Um, but like mad on guard is like one of the most like boom whoa for me it was like at the time very cool like he was hiding scars under it. Pulls out the brandy. Yeah, he's swearing. And he's like his face, like just changes.
2: He doesn't even lean on cool animals. Simon leans on a fucking cat, holding held up by a gopher. Like <laughs> honestly, like anything could you give him something threatening, like at all? Give him the tiger that and, fucking ate a kid one time, you
0: know? And I think we weren't supposed to expect Simon to be threatening because we have two assassins come in and we can't just keep building it because I think it would be like. Okay, what next is happening? Oh, Shelly the Killer, of course. Of course, Shelley the Killer's here. You know. Well, like,
1: yeah, I mean, I guess, like, you're right that, like, he's a. Uh, a fucking clown? He is a clown. He is, in fact, a clown. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know that he's necessarily supposed to be physically threatening as much as he is just a real bastard, right? Like.
2: He doesn't even look like a bastard, though. Like, that's no, because Blaze does, and he's that's a real true. bastard. Blaze does look like a <laughs>
1: bastard. But that's also because, like, to. to Because Blaze is a significantly worse person than Simon is. Yeah. Right? Like, to Mm -hmm. some extent, Blaze is the real villain of that story. And part of what makes Simon tick is the fact that he's, like, got a justification for what he's doing. That he's pursuing people significantly worse than him. And his philosophical slipperiness is the real problem for Edgeworth, not, like, the fact that he's physically dangerous.
0: The way they could fix this Uh is, I think... Give him some of Dan Gustavia's ticks mm. because oh, that then, would have been good. then because we've done this before with the Von Karma family, right? Yeah. yeah. Give him a tick that reflects real evil, right? Dan Gustavia, one of the most evil fucks of this whole series. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <geez.
3: laughs>
0: fucking leave your son in a car and disown him because he didn't show up to taste your fucking sweets. Is like. Pretty high crimes. He could have still been a fucking clown,
2: and you could have given him Dan Gustavio takes. It would have been easy, because Dan Gustavia did that swirly thing and made sugar stuff. I hate to say this, but give the kid balloon animals. <laughs> <laughs> have him make, like, elaborate balloon animals. Kind of, like, weird and disturbing ones. And that would have been, like, a mirror, and also wouldn't have been a cat held up by a gopher.
0: I mean, yeah,
1: yeah that makes sense. <laughs>
0: And, like, I'm not saying that pink can't be a threatening color palette. Pink and purples. But, like, it's sure April, May. Yeah, I'm not saying that it can't be. I'm just saying it also didn't help on top of the gophers and stuff. Like, it was the full package. I think slight ticks or, like, Darren Crescend and Matt Augard both have hair changes. And we have a hair change Simon here I with Simon. It. But mm-hmm. it doesn't... I mean, it makes him slightly less ridiculous because he can't be controlled by money anymore. <laughs> um, but, like... <laughs> I don't know. Even, like, just the acknowledgement of, like, I guess the animal slicked his hair for him. But, like, I don't know. I always feel like that greaser bad guy vibe where they, like, you know, slick their hands back with hair just, like, at least gives you the illusion you're trying to look like a badass. Give me something that makes him, like, I guess the lean is what he thought made him look like yeah, a badass. Yeah, but
2: it's what he's leaning on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: help.
2: The lean is good. I mean, like, the laid back vibe of, of him being confident that he didn't commit a crime. I any think to give
0: him. Clown things. Maybe, maybe give him that like never ending like pocket like handkerchief thing where he's like oh let me wipe my tears because I'm so sad oh like that would be a good See, one so now we're
2: <laughs> crossing into Florent LaBelle territory you're right. and Florent LaBelle was a, another villain with a lot of potential but who we also dismissed for being a fucking clown mm, Yeah, because <laughs> so, Florent LaBelle was just like in a Joker outfit yeah Um. and, and Simon is not in a Joker outfit but has the mentality of the movie Joker
0: <laughs> 2019 <laughs> Uh, but we we can we can back off of like how how Simon could be improved uh, because I think that's just like I, it's this is like small complaints here. Well, just... yeah,
2: this is absolutely fine. Yeah, Let's get pretty... to the big complaint, Raymond <laughs> Shields. Raymond yeah. Shields. Let's... Let's talk about Raymond Shields. Ray sucks. Hey everybody, Ray fucking sucks. Uh, he he spends the entire game harassing teens, teen girls, teen girls. Yep. He is everyone's like. I mean, maybe you could dismiss it as like, ah, he's just a womanizer, but he never does this to any of the adult women. He only does it to the teens.
0: He gives Justine a nickname, but that's it.
2: And it's a bad one. Yeah, Corny Pie or whatever. Like God. it's it's like he so he he she's clearly a, outranks him. Like she, so he demeans people who are above. He demeans women who are above him, and he hits on children. Uh, and then he doesn't do anything, and he makes you do his job for him the entire game. In the name of your daddy. In the name of your dead dad, he he conscripts you to do his work for him. Um, absolutely fucking, and then he, he knowingly defends Patricia Rowland. He knows what Patricia Roland did, and he defends yeah. her in court. And he did that before the shit went down. Like, he wasn't just like, I'll step in because there's a kidnapping. Like, he was defending Patricia Roland in court. And listen, I understand. I'm a, I'm a real-life lawyer, so <laughs> the adversarial justice system I understand. And everyone has the right to be defended. And this is a video game Raymond Shield defended Patricia Roland. <laughs> this is a video game where we trust our clients implicitly. This is not real life court.
1: It's it's strange that Patricia Rowland would take Raymond Don as her lawyer, knowing that he was instrumental yes. in getting her arrested. It's
0: a bad decision for everyone. Yes. It's also just seen as the judge in this trial, also.
1: Yeah, every piece of it was fucked. Yeah.
2: yeah, and if there was an appellate system, that case is absolutely gonna be <laughs> appealed on every ground. Um, um, but
1: But still, Ray Ray is a kind of baffling character decision all around. Because uh, he he's very creepy, and I know that they're trying to make him come off as like, it's funny that he's a pervert. And It's like no, no, it's actually just not. It's not very funny at all.
2: And and I know this game is older. Like this is yeah. like twenty eleven, twenty twelve, I think. But uh, it's still bad. It's it was bad back then. It's worse now with the lens of today, right? Like it is. It is. I don't. They were trying to make him suave. I like Ray in theory. I like the character design
0: of Ray. Mm-hmm. I don't like that he ate paper as a child. <laughs> but like child Ray was like <laughs> fine, fine. Yeah, he's child a different character. Fine. That character, yeah, young Ray was fine. He ate paper, paper and that was weird, but he had respect. He wanted to earn that trench coat. He like wanted to be something, and he was working on it. And then Gregory dies. Yeah, and he becomes this, and hey. he keeps the firm, keeps it in Gregory's name, and has. Photos that he now has of Gregory and Miles. Well, I
2: think that's like a Japanese thing. But yeah. um, Ray didn't learn from from Gregory's death. Like Ray, Ray learned nothing from Gregory's death.
0: He heel turned on Gregory.
2: Yeah, and he, all of Gregory's morals, because Gregory
0: had nothing but respect for everyone, for everyone, and women yeah. and children and. Villains, even yeah, because he respected Manfred, even though Manfred was a motherfucker in that case. Also,
2: it it uh uh truly bad. Like truly, Ray's purpose in this game is inscrutable. I mean, we could screw it if we tried, but like it's not. He's just around, and he's just like a creepy dude. And I just wish he doesn't help. This ha- no. this hurts so bad because we have so few defense attorneys like we only have the ones that we play as and then every other defense attorney we ever meet is like absolutely a, a shitbag or a villain like i want like how we wax poetic about how callisto you had so much like we wanted callisto you to be like cool and shit Ray is like you'd you'd think that Ray would be like, well, he's a defense attorney, he's in a game, and he doesn't do anything bad. Well, like absolutely not. He's a terror. He's like maybe the worst person except for
0: uh, Blaze, maybe Blaze and Gustav <laughs> <laughs> Even Simon Keyes isn't as bad because us the assassins are the only thing in Ace Attorney that sticks to the code. <laughs>
2: And that's why we love Shelly the killer so much. And, and I love Dogen. I love Dogen, but Dogen disappointed me at the end when he was just like, well, let's go back to prison, kid. Son. I'll take, yeah, I'll take my shitty son and we will just go run prison, thanks.
1: <laughs> I mean, is it disappointing for him to have control of that prison? It's
2: disappointing that he takes Simon and not because right. of his choice as a character. It's because uh, the comeuppance for Simon is to just go to prison directly go to direct like monopoly rules right go to jail go directly <laughs> to jail do not collect two hundred dollars Do no, not pass no God. trial for simon like, yeah. yeah dogen no trial. decided <laughs> yeah and then he dogen runs the jail so nothing bad will happen to simon True. as we leave him in the game you can say like well they'll actually prosecute him and stuff and they'll put him in a different prison like they know better uh no they don't that's actually the point of this game was like no they actually don't the the authorities do bad with this.
1: That, that was Simon's entire point, yes.
2: Yes. So and the s- fact
1: that Dogan has control over the prison proves a lot about yeah. <laughs> how little that's going to so, honestly, do to bring them to justice.
2: Simon wins.
1: He does. He does win.
0: Simon wins this game. Um, we never, like, you know, we never kind of, like, go back to it, but, like, when Kay is like, wait a second, with Masters at the yes. end of the Sweets case, he's still in jail. And, like, Kay's like, but this isn't fair. And, like, Kay has that come up of, like, The law is fucked. Here's your, here's your law book for dummies. Yeah. It's terrible and it's bad. And Kay's very upset. We don't revisit that because there's not room really to revisit that in the end of the game. But like, we are kind of in a way when Simon wins in this way. And we kind of like skim over it. So it feels good at the end of the game because you get your badge back. You get your (laughs) badge back. And like, and Edgeworth feels good because he's made a decision with himself. And. We all feel good when Edgeworth feels good. Like that's the function of the game, you know. Yeah. Sure. And gummy's good, and like you know, we are the status quo is back to quo, quote I, unquote.
2: I would love to see another game with K where they they like actually cross that T, you know, like they actually answer the question of like that legal system being fucked. But like, let's follow the path of this game for a second to the through line of where we know the future goes. Mm-hmm. Edgeworth ha- has the discovery in this game that the prosecution is extremely corrupt and the, the judicial system is f- more corrupt than he thought, right? Mm-hmm. So he he we know during the seven-year gap that he works with Phoenix to invent the jury system, which is test-run once and immediately scrapped in its entirety. <laughs> but during the course of that, Edgeworth rises to the top of the prosecutor's office to presumably be in charge, therefore it will not be corrupt. He hires... Simon Blackwell from prison.
0: <laughs> He's still
2: there. He's still in prison. Prison, which we know is corrupt and run by Shiran Dogan, uh-huh. to be a prosecutor, which luckily works out, not from any of Edgeworth's doing. And then he hires Nayuta Sadmadi. <laughs>
0: We're never going to get over this.
2: <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Absolute fuckboy from across the pond who just comes in, fucks your whole shit up, and then leaves, which I won't. I won't harass Nayuda anymore for his weird religious practices because apparently there's a religion of the law and that's what Justine. court there's an entire religion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of let's of lawyers who worship the the justice goddess so like fine Nayuda can worship the puddle well, I do let's, pa- let's
0: pause this because fandom has actually like brought this more f- fully to light lately I've which seen is, this as well yeah which is yeah like which Michelle's referring to but people who aren't caught up we like throughout this whole game Courtney's like oh the goddess of law and we're like what a weird lady but there's actually, if you, like, look at everything... No, this is actually not just... Courtney's a weird lady. There's a pretty firm religion following the goddess of law and the court system as a religion, which kind of parallels war to crime, like, the country. Yeah. Um. And so, like, people having their weird, like, oh, like, we look at a puddle and, like, everything here is, like, law and we f- we follow it and, like, namaste... Like Courtney does that, but in a more Catholic way, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, like, it is established, and it's also like weird. Like, someone tried to do a timeline that went back to like when does uh, when does the real world and Ace Attorney diverge? And they went back to trilobites not going extinct. Yep, I tri- believe, yeah,
2: it's it's multi thousand years BC because oh trilobites never go extinct, and they're in the bento's that Angela that or Angie Starr is that her? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she has trilobite bento boxes in the um. First Emma case. Right. And so therefore, like, 10 million years BC when Trilobites went <laughs> extinct is when Ace Attorney diverges from our timeline.
1: I think it, things became surprisingly similar with Trilobites. We though.
0: are not the only people who have run out of content in the Ace Attorney dry spell. <laughs> got it, got it. And I appreciate all of you. So just like, like, well, you know, we can dive into that if y'all have comments. But like, just put it in that, like, we have to acknowledge that Ace Attorney is much more religious than we thought. And so
1: I mean, Courtney has you, her weird you, But like I mean the first game goes for real, right? So
0: Spiritual I, and religion are not the same, but I could see
1: But Maya's spiritualism was specifically
0: Yeah but
2: like it
1: wasn't just I guess like floating that, in a void. It was a religious practice. That right? was a
2: pocket though. So like the right. the Korain the village, right, practiced yeah. this this spirituality religion, right? But everyone else she encountered outside of the village, including Phoenix, was like, that's some weird bullshit. Like, ghosts aren't real, right? Right. So, like, it was, the presumption was a very secular society with one pocket of religion that actually happened to be extremely true. (laughs) Like, (laughs) hey, it turns out this one is right.
0: (laughs) Hey, this one? Really it does really, work. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, all right,
1: all right. So
2: yeah. that's what the feel was, but like actually it just turns out we've been following the secular people and everyone else is very religious the whole time.
1: But well, so this, I'm, I'm not as familiar with how widespread is the goddess of law.
0: We're not sure, and so that's like a thing we can like definitely like devolve into some other time, I think, because I don't know, but like. But the PIC. They had a huge fucking statue of the goddess of law in their office. It's not like Courtney was like, that's my god now. And Courtney started
1: doing this? (laughs) No, I assume
0: not. It feels like there was precedent for it. And no one calls Courtney crazy.
1: Although, to be fair, just, like, they could have a statue of the goddess of law and not necessarily be, Which is what I thought. But they have a a whole school
0: called Themis.
1: As.
2: Yeah, which, yeah, Themis Academy is named after, right? So... It goes, it goes very deep. And I think that it might be just the Ace Attorney devs being like, oh, you know, the Greek, yeah, Themis, you know, the Greek goddess is a like, they're lawyers, yeah. But they just, like, they keep, they they aren't, they're playing
0: with fire. <laughs> this is what they're doing. <laughs> they're just
1: rolling with that they're concept. They're just
0: the best in it, you know, they're just yeah. setting fire to it all. <laughs> and now Trilobites and, and our real world have, like, diverged thousands of years. Yeah. Um. I completely derailed what you were saying about religious. Oh, we were talking about fucking Edgeworth on the top of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes, yeah. I'm sorry. So
2: Edgeworth, Edgeworth, learning that the the system is extremely corrupt, more corrupt than we possibly could have thought, rises to the top of the system and does fuck nothing about it. Like just continues to let it be bad.
0: Yeah, and we- the thing is, like we've talked at the very beginning of this is like how Ace Attorney has ridden themselves in the corner where they can't. Change things because they yeah. want to be the same. That's true. Take that out of the equation because that's that's their problem. Here's my problem because I'm a fan and I have a podcast, and here we are. <laughs> All right, Edgeworth, what the fuck? Yeah, it's
1: so. I, my my answer to that question is uh, Simon is right. Right, like yeah. the law the law can't do anything about justice in this world. Yeah. So like so he higher can, he prisoners, can, I'm just saying like Edgeworth can rise to the height of power of this legal system and still be unable to really do anything about it. Right? Like, how how is he realistically going to do anything about it as the chief prosecutor?
0: Simon wins. Simon, Simon wins. wins.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting because they are I, they must feel like their hands are tied, either in the fact that they can't change the core gameplay types because if the real answer was that justice cannot be reached through the legal system, then you would have to make Ace Attorney a game that's not about lawyers anymore. Yes. And so well, they can't do that, and they can't, they, for some reason, they've they've only done the jury system in spinoff games, <laughs> and also it fucking sucks.
1: I mean, t- th- this is definitely, like, a story beat that is driven by, this series has to be about whimsical murders, yeah. so, like, it can't, like... As as much as the characters want to, they can't change the setup of Phoenix Strike, the game series.
2: But we also can't go darker. Like we can't accept the 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 futility of our hand in exacting real justice as attorneys in the game.
1: Right, because they can't actually quit their jobs. They yes. tried, and it sucks. So now oh, they have to go back the to the
0: last me. time we right. tried that was Apollo. Yeah. Right, Apollo does his hilarious turn and then he, we get him back basically but you yeah. know like we, all, yeah, we had phoenix had, do it yeah
1: phoenix quit being a lawyer and
0: now he's back now he's back But yeah i mean and, in the same way to, that, yeah we didn't get to play as
2: phoenix drunk hobo for seven years because the law is actually shitty right but now let's think about like that would have been maybe we should play <laughs> maybe
1: i think we should i mean that that is, as I said, what was enticing about having a continuous story with a plot that changes is that mm-hmm. then things can happen in it. But you're right, viewed in the context of the larger, like, Ace Attorney timeline where the plot can't have changed, it's kind of uh, very miserable that yeah. way. The yeah.
0: only way it would pay off is if they made, like, an eighth game, like, After Spirit of Justice, where whatever the hell Miles has been cooking up by having, like, Simon and Ayuda as prosecutors comes to fruition in a change of some kind. And mm-hmm. then it would the game would be fundamentally different and people wouldn't like it and, you know, probably like...
2: Yeah, but I crave it, it now. I <laughs> desperately need it. Yeah, I desperately need them to be like, all right, the new game is actually about what Phoenix and Miles have been trying to do to change the system for so long. Um, and Athena's cool now. and Athena, And also <laughs> Athena's cool now and has a different outfit.
1: <laughs> and now any justice is done at all.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That'd be nice.
2: Yeah, but instead we're getting DGS.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if we go back to the past, we don't have to worry about the future. The yeah, series.
2: if we, yeah, but um, um, I am concerned about DGS, kind of for similar reasons. Yeah, but we got into that last time, and we will get into that again
0: in the future. I'm in
3: sure.
2: the
0: future, um, oh, I'm sure. Any other thoughts or feelings or topics about investigations, too? I mean, there's so much, but there is a
1: lot. There's a lot to cover. Um,
2: I'm just going to state for the record that that last case is not as long as everyone thinks it is, and the it's actually the Daddy Edgeworth case that's the longest case. Don't at me. You can yeah. at
0: me.
1: <laughs> <a> hard agree. <laughs> the the double whammy, all cooking, all poison case was just the longest thing in the universe. Yeah. And the and the end is actually pretty speedy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Especially from doing the summary of it last
1: time. Because, um, like, mostly they're just wrapping up stuff from yeah. previous cases, other than, like, how many children can get kidnapped this hour. Yeah. Right? Like, that's, that's really all that they've got to do before going after the clown and his... Smashing balloons,
2: right? <laughs> Smashing balloons, and nobody emailed us about the last case and said, "Literally, what the fuck are you talking about?" Which actually happened with the with the Daddy Edgeworth case because that case makes so little sense. So our wrap up of it was extremely hard to follow. Because
0: that case is extremely hard to follow. It's
1: wild it is a wild case. You know,
0: if you sit down and explain something for forty five minutes one thing, they can't possibly digest forty-five minutes straight. We've all been to school. You yeah. space out. Yeah. And then space out in the case, you miss something. And you come Very and you're important. like, which Edward are we with? <laughs> which Edward <laughs> are we with? So is that Pierre quiet or is that somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> because we change names a lot. And then, did we ever figure out who put their fingerprints on the thing? I don't remember. Do you remember? It we gotta like, look it up. It was up. Delicia. It was Delicia, we know. She but ate like, the chocolate. She ate everything. Oh. Love her. <laughs> Strive to be Delicia one day. Um, In, like, the good ways and not the. Not the. Not, the, pharmacist yeah, ways. Yeah. not the pharmaceutical <laughs> insurance ways of stealing chocolates uh, and stuff.
1: But yeah. Uh, there's certainly uh, an amount of messiness in the cases because, of course, yeah. there is. It's Phoenix Wright, isn't it? Yep. Um, not that he's present, but you know what I mean.
0: Uh, I want to talk about, like, briefly, like, you know, what's his attorney without some daddy issues. But, you know, like, let's <laughs> talk about the, the parent-child foils, basically, throughout his attorney. But, like, we get, we get Sebastian and we get Blaze. We do get Courtney and John, which we haven't talked about at That's all. That's true. Oh, yes. And, I mean, like, Courtney is far too young. <laughs> well, it's her
2: sister's, kid, which her it's not her real kid. kid. Whatever, it's her right? cousin's
0: kid. But you know, like they don't, they like that's a, a fact that has to be dealt with. But like they don't care about that fact, yeah. basically. Oh,
1: but that does that does also mean that fake president and John father said that dynamic.
0: Yes, dead daddy, another dead daddy dynamic. No, it's just it's just like that's another thing too, which like mm-hmm. John is a thirteen year old child actor who's. Uh, mom is a judge and Dad is a dead president. <laughs> like, yeah. Or you know, Mom is dead, but other but second mom is a is, is a high ranking judge and Dad's a dead president. And now I inherit a bunch of stuff. I'm still a child actor trying to drink milk. It's a very like <laughs> funny character when you think about it. But yeah. like, I think Ace of, like the Ace Attorney game. This game, the writers really, really well handled. And maybe it's because I read it and I got to deliver those lines and it felt good. But like the conversation that courtney and john have were just very good like it was very good just very well handled like they love each other they care about each other they're protecting each other yeah and john's still a kid so he acts irrationally he runs away he throws out the flowers you know like nothing seems you know he's but he's still like he's a hard-working kid so he sneaks onto set to try to practice late at night you know like yeah and then like Sets a fire, and ocean violation because he's a kid, you know, he doesn't know how cheaters work. I would, I would have probably said an ocean violation at 13. Right.
2: He has got, and moments like that make him more endearing,
0: I yeah. think. And um, I think it's just, I don't know, it's well handled in the writing for John.
2: It was. And John's interesting because John is an entire Shonen protagonist who doesn't get a show. And, and mostly, like, whenever he runs away to do Shonen shit, like, you're just like, whatever. Bye, John. You know, like, like, he's like, I swear vengeance on the person who killed my dad. Yeah. And then, like, it runs away and you're like, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nichols, you're here. Yeah, you, like, refuse to engage in his shonen anime, he said. And then so he slinks back in in the background. He's because like, I you've I
0: got do. Kay Faraday, Faraday <laughs> over here having I mean, her own shonen anime. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, we haven't talked that much about Kay and her business. Um, I feel like we've talked about almost every other character's, like, sort of journey. We don't
0: deal with Kay's. Like, we do deal with Kay and her dead daddy, but we really don't because we're mostly dealing with Kay's trauma in that case. Yeah. And not Kay's overall arching plot. That's the thing I will say I felt like, and this is just because I love Kay so much. Mm -hmm. We get Kay, love Kay. She's there for, like, almost the whole game, basically, even though half of, like, the good chunk of it is disturbing and upsetting to me. And I didn't like having this because we treated Kay so poorly in that case. Mm-hmm. Edgeworth does. Yeah. Gumshoe has to leave us and Gumshoe doesn't like this. But Gumshoe's the only one who treats her well. I know we went into this when we talked about that yeah. case. But, like, it's just, it's it was so upsetting because, you know, Ace Attorney, but also Japan and America don't handle mental unwellness mm-hmm. in any variety. Yeah. We don't handle it well. And it's very obvious and it's a small commentary but it's very true. So it just really hurts, like, seeing K hit that wall kind of in that way. And then also have Ray being a creep doesn't help. No. Uh Especially in that kind of case. And just, like, you know, we get... That's another... trying to love their heel their turns because K changes into a totally different person. Which is the person I don't like because that's not who K is normally. And yeah. it's very distressing. But we don't spend a lot of time talking about her and her daddy, but we do spend time with her as a character, her own foil with that amnesia situation, and then also her own disenfranchisement with the law. Yeah. But yeah. we kind of sweep Kay far under the rug towards yeah. the end. I
2: was gonna say, like, Kay learns things in this game, but Kay doesn't go through growth in this game. Mm-hmm. Like she kind of went through her growth sort of in the first one. Um gumshoe goes through more growth than k does in this game yeah yeah k goes through a lot of changes and and learns things but
1: and as much as i appreciate gumshoe getting an arc it is odd that k doesn't yeah as like the kind of deuteragonist of this series
0: right yeah
1: um that she doesn't get as much to do
0: i'm okay well i it's because they still have 1,800 characters on your screen at every yeah. given point. True. Kay doesn't have literal room for it. But I don't mind that Kay doesn't get to have a full arc. She learns to learn and become unsettled in this game. Mm-hmm. It's just we didn't get a third game to yeah. resolve that tension. And we never will, uh, for sure. But, like, it is. And I think that's why, like, our anime versus plausible where we kind of fill in the the, the potential sure. and the yeah. gaps. Like, feels, it like, feels okay because, like... I feel like there is just so much room for Kay to keep going. And it's kind of, maybe not clear what ends up happening with Kay, but, like, I have enough faith of Kay's growth from the first game and, like, learning in this game that, like, she will come to good conclusions. Whether Ace Attorney the series lets us have them or not is different. Where I don't feel this way about Athena, because Athena doesn't get to learn or grow or do anything. unfortunately. And it's not her fault, Um, but,
2: yeah. Like, Kay, you can see her on a pad. Like, if anything, the lesson that Kay learns in this game, aside from um, the justice system is corrupt, inherently, mm-hmm. is um, that she can't fix things through illegal means as well. That's true. So she mm-hmm. she needs to find it, like, because at the start, she's trying to recruit people for the new Yadagorasu thief, you know, ring. Yeah, and she's getting
1: so set up to just do her dad's thing. To do which her dad's went thing. so well for him.
2: Yes, <laughs> yeah, it clearly <laughs> didn't kill him at all. Um, so she she doesn't she gives up on that when she gets distracted by the the legal system being mm-hmm. inherently corrupt. But also, I think she's we don't we have no way of verifying this because it's the end of the game. But she probably sees from Simon that doing it illegally or for the most part illegally is also not a solution.
1: Yeah, I guess if we if we think about the the kind of setup, Simon is more or less what she thinks the Yadagarasu is. Yes. Right? A person who goes outside Damn. the law and just <laughs> fucking like handles. Get it. shit
0: done. Yeah. yeah, I wish they had that- they had brought that into the end of the yeah. game. I Only know, they right? Now that, that I say <laughs>
1: that, now that I say this out loud, it's the perfect foil for Kay to have someone who is a, a criminal doing justice, quote unquote, through illegal means.
3: Damn. Who
1: is making the exact same mistakes that she will make if she goes down that road. Yeah. Right? Because, granted, like, her dad was a more honorable person than Simon is, and now he's dead because of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone like Callisto Yu, who is also like Simon... But to a less honorable end.
2: And but at
1: least in terms of like her ruthlessness, right? right, Yeah. Um, Like I don't know. Kay, Kay threatens to like she's a good-natured person who can't commit a real crime to save her life. (laughs) No. But like, but she keeps moving forward as if that's what she's gonna do. Like that's the cool thing that she aspires to over and over again. And it's like no, Kay. No, you don't aspire to that. Right. See, look. Look, <laughs> look. yeah. We didn't this say is what it see, is.
2: Look, though, we didn't say see look, yeah. but it, we also didn't because this could have been very well tied to Gumshoe's growth in this game because the growth that Gumshoe goes into, like goes through, is Gumshoe discovering that he cannot blindly follow Edgeworth, and, yeah. and by extrapolation, he cannot blindly follow the orders of prosecutors because once again, the system is inherently corrupt. So Gumshoe needs to sort of He has the responsibility as a police officer to use his own judgment and to seek the truth correctly Mm -hmm. and, you know, with intent as opposed to just blindly following. So if we had paired that with Kay's, right, Kay can't just take matters into her own hands, and the cops have learned that they have to be honorable and she could have like they could have like both come to a conclusion at the end from the simon situation but it said simon just walked into prison <laughs> if <laughs> <That's> only <true. laughs> i mean, i guess we just didn't have time or like yeah. it got cut or something but those would have all those would have all folded together very beautifully
1: yeah i can see i can see the more we talk about it the problems with the dismount on this one
2: it's mostly just the dismount. Yeah, because yeah.
1: the, the setup going into that situation was pretty good. Solid. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: And
1: it's just like, okay, the conclusion itself kind of had to get wrapped up too quickly and too tidily, even though there were a lot of uh, character lessons that could have been learned from this situation that didn't get learned on screen.
0: One option is we could have just left Lada and Nicole Swift out of the final scene. We (laughs) would have a room.
1: A lot of those characters could have not been present at the time in order to give more uh, speaking lines to the characters that matter to the story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I harp that complaint mostly because the emulator struggled and I was mortified about it. However, I do think we spent too much like doing the ace attorney like everyone gets that last little line kind of deal like yeah. yeah get him get him you know and like we did not need the child John Marsh who was just kidnapped and recovered to see the man who drugged and kidnapped him maybe he didn't have to be there for that yeah. Justine you know, maybe you could have taken your son else you know like like The logistics of that, like, we just could have left a lot of people behind and we could have had a cleaner...
2: Considering all of this happened between the hours of, like, 7 a.m.
3: and
0: 11.45, like, just go to a Denny's. Hey,
2: Justine, go take your kid to a Denny's
3: and, (laughs) maybe
2: have some pancakes because, like, we're going to go to the end and you don't have to be there.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, I know that the reason they brought John was so that John and Simon could have a moment. About the cyclical nature of revenge.
0: Yeah, that's true, because John did want revenge, and I feel like maybe because John is 13, he could come down from the revenge. However, that was the same age that Simon well, I guess he was a little younger when he almost rose to death in a car and thought he was his friend, and didn't know who his dad was anymore. That that, that part's yeah. also a little but hard that, to swallow as a plot. But,
1: but it is also the age where he saw the president get murdered, mm. and that also and, disrupted his life path. Yeah,
2: and helped the assassin, mm-hmm. like, l- not the, get murdered. But at the same time, we didn't necessarily need an entire character arc and wrap-up for John Marsh when we could have had one for Kay Faraday. <laughs> yes,
1: I do agree with that. Because yeah. John, because as you said, John had plenty of good scenes already with Justine, and yeah, that yeah. was all pretty resolved. So he didn't necessarily... There are there at least five or six characters that could have not been in that tent. Yeah, and <laughs> give it us more time. And with... I,
0: I honestly think it's like we're probably like if there was a third game, mm. we would never see John Marsh again, but we would see Kay again. So I think it might have been the intent of like let's just yeah. clean up these ends. That's fair. And if we get another game, cool, we'll keep, we keep going, you know, kind of deal. Yeah. Um, but I, since we know it's not happening, it's like ah, but you could have just could have just like tied up those could have twisty tied them a little bit better for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, like, I'm trying to think of, like, anything in the earlier cases or anything else, kind of like. Just like that first one. It's a great intro. That's maybe the best intro case of any game. It's
1: pretty exciting. Yeah. The, yeah. I the I whole think... case
0: is really good. But the best intro is Phoenix waking up from his ringtone after being bashed on the head with the fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best like intro scene. Yes. I mean like full but intro full case. Because yes. the Maggie Bird case is disappointing after that fucking
2: Yeah. You're right. I, after well, that dream.
1: What's what's interesting about that first case is that there are stakes in it.
3: Yeah. right. Because
1: usually it's a nothing case just to get you into the situation. Right. But they're like, No, shit is happening for minute one of this game. Yeah. And it's and it is not a throwaway case. It's extremely relevant to the events that are going forward.
0: Yeah, we did have, I, and I apologize to whichever listener it was, but we did have a listener who said playing this case was very frustrating for me because it was, just, it felt, because it's the 10th anniversary mm. thing, it felt too much like a a gimme, like oh look at all the characters again, like. And for us, we were like hell yeah, but for that person, it was distracting and annoying. I see. So, like, not everyone feels that way about that case, but. I disagree. I think it was fucking great. <laughs> I do think it was a bit well, lo- it was far too long, I think, for a first case. That's then. true. Yeah. Because I was not expecting the length because we did get on that plane and we had to do the whole plane thing. You know, like there was a before plane and after plane. So I think for a first case, it was just much longer than I expected. But
2: they could have trimmed out some bit, Like the bits where Gumshoe has to single-handedly move the entire crowd from the left side of the screen to the right. Like there were things to trim before <laughs> we got on the plane.
0: Yeah. But it's okay, you yeah. know? It's like, view. like, these are, like, those are minor tweaks, I guess. Yes. Yeah.
1: But otherwise, I mean, it's easier to, uh, I What's think... What's the
0: second case?
1: The second case is the prison.
0: Oh, it's prison, prison right? Sorry. Everything flows live so free well. <laughs> <laughs> right, live for you. I know,
1: right? Like, I mean, my, my thoughts on the prison are, like, uh, and especially the first time I played the case, uh, way back when, I was like, nightly fucking ties? <laughs>
2: Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> not that, not bad. Cause that <laughs> metal.
1: Because that established, uh, again, the stakes on that one. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Where is this game going if they're just going to bring this character back for him to be dead? So, uh, I don't know. I think it's, uh, it's easy to talk about the dismount just because, like, um, there was so much going on that it was hard to wrap it all up. But it's uh, fun and easy to think about the opening because that's when they're setting up all the threads. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I think that it was really well. I think it was really well done, uh, all of it. Yeah. Except the pacing in that Gregory Edgeworth case, but we've talked that. Yeah. We've talked about that at length.
0: And Ray Shields' whole function and like, Ray being yeah. in the game.
1: There, there are <laughs> there are many weak points to this game.
0: Yeah, it's not but, it's not perfect, but in terms of our, our Ace Attorney rankings, it's definitely yeah in the top half of them. I yeah, would say. definitely mm-hmm. an A A plus game would recommend to anyone. Um,
2: I think Ray wounds me so badly because I had to say all those scummy things that he said too. So, yeah, I that's take, fair. understand that my Ray hatred is is disappointment. First and foremost, disappointment, and second, yeah, he made me say bad things.
1: Yeah, and I, I guess if you're in a similar situation where you're going to stream the entire game and read all of the lines, just get like a, a voice. Miku auto tune to voice.
0: <laughs> or just play Fire and this noises. Is
2: also, oh yeah,
1: Fire noises. Is a good whatever,
0: tune. Ray dogs. And this is also Michelle, who had to voice all the villains. Oh my god! Plot twist: Michelle ended up having to voice every it's villain. It's It's true. It was accidental. It was um, accidental. Um, I, I would, I would do another voice game again. Maybe not a full Ace Attorney game, but I did. I immensely enjoy the experience.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun uh i don't uh do these things as often as y'all do
0: we just record this podcast and we
2: bitch <laughs> yeah we don't we don't we're not streaming anymore i mean it yeah. was i've said this before but it was like a flash in the pan because we all had the ability to do it we were all working from home and everything like, that's true it was it was very helpful that that existed i'm back at work so i can't i don't think that it's happening
0: again but I will not be doing it for the spirit or not spirit the Greatest Attorney Games. Yeah. But we will, you know, we will report back. So don't you all worry about that. Yeah. Um if you wanna wrap up? We can wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, do you wanna go around and say everyone's favorite character from investigations too? Oh. Don't have to.
2: Does it have to be a new one? Uh no, I guess not. Well, I'm gonna steal Shelly to kill her then. <laughs> <laughs> Love Shelly to kill, Very good. Um, I As much of a shitbag um, that uh, Blaze was, I also like Blaze.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I get I think. it.
2: I just
0: like the jokes of crumbs for a minute. I mean, goofing on Blaze was good, yeah.
1: I mean, he's a very uh, like, he's a he's a force in that story to be sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dogan's good too.
1: Dogan's pretty great. Yeah, Dogen's um, good. Uh, po- post development, um, Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah,
0: yeah. Post development, Sebastian's really good.
1: I mean, even pre-development, I actually do like pre-development Sebastian a lot because <laughs> well, he's so actively he's wrong. So
0: dumb. <laughs> he's just a little. He shit. just shows up. Just, to, like... He
1: just shows up to just say absolute nonsense, and it's fun to it's fun to contradict him because you're like, what are you even saying?
0: <laughs> he doesn't know. Yeah. There's lots of good ones. Lots Actually, of good yeah, ones. Yeah, like, I'm trying to, like, think, and I'm just like, well, I wanted to just say somebody who, like, we haven't talked about kind of deal, but, like...
1: I feel like we talked about most of the characters.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Karen yeah. and Granny I don't really want to talk about. No. And then, like, uh, uh, dead, dead lady... In white conductor suit.
1: Also, isn't Delicia your favorite?
0: I, well, I, she's not my favorite. <laughs> I just, I just aspire to be a, an older woman who looks very young and eats a lot of chocolate. I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong with that aspiration in life. Um, I forgot the dead lady's name. I just want to call her Baja Babe. You didn't finish <laughs> your Baja Blast, but that's not her name. Um,
1: oh, you're talking about, um, yes, the the Julia.
0: Ju- I can picture her face because it looks a lot like Mia Fae.
1: It does.
2: I she's another example of someone who's like damn you were one of the good ones and now you dead like yeah. like we yeah. could have had you as a cool fun My good God, bro, like defense, defense attorney No what defense attorney's here. I think
1: who else haven't we really talked about I remember a
2: boyfriend's name was Jack Cameron yeah. I don't remember I remember <laughs> the sure fucking was. name um
1: Crane
0: Jill Crane Jill Crane got it. there got we go sucked uh I didn't I liked masters I didn't like Katie, yeah, I wanted to like Katie. I didn't really like her. I mean, like, but not for any like strong reasons. Just she like, eh, was...
2: whatever. It's if like she was playing that little matchstick girl thing too hard. I yeah. think, like, oh my, my father who saved me from being an orphan, and I must repay. Like, shut no, up. Weird. Okay, <laughs> go to school. Okay, have a personality on your own. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the amount of times that she had to say Monsieur Master was...
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. I think it's because you had to say the words Monsieur Master that made it so terrible. Yeah, not but terrible, you know, but just it's... like, ugh, stop.
1: Uh, that guy with the polar bear on his body. Oh
0: yeah, that guy! That guy was cool. Oh, I mean, she... I was not, I did not miss Frank Saw It, never no. will. I think the elephant was good. Regina Berry I thought was actually like, nice glimpse of character development. Regina Berry, Her thank you. Her cameo was, uh, was perfectly fine, adequate. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, I like Patricia Rowland's coat of living Badgers.
0: <laughs> I like Listen, I don't like, I mean, I don't like Patricia Rowland, no. but I liked the way she was done. Her design was yeah. good. Her design was good. Her, like, act was good, because it was mm-hmm. like an April-May, but just different enough where it wasn't April-May again. You know, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, my boobs. Yeah. It was more like, oh, sweetie, oh, I got my coat all puffed up around my chest. Like, I don't know. I guess like the, uh, very much like a 1920s. She was, I was going to say noir. She noir, was like very yeah. noir-y. And that, that was very cool. I really enjoyed that. I think it was everyone in the prison. And then I think we got covered. I mean, I was not expecting Manfred at all. We got a Manfred that was amazing.
1: Yeah, Manfred in the Candy Castle, here Man- he comes.
2: <laughs> Manfred coming out of that Candy Castle <laughs> is one of the most memorable <laughs> things <laughs> from this game. Like, really? Emerging from some cream slathered on some cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really surprised. Where he hid a Himalayan salt lamp. lamp covered Just imagine blood. pancakes to my <laughs> Taking Himalayan salt lamps. Being like, you can't figure out about this. I better hide it. Where do I hide
0: it? Oh, the whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't there more man, man for my eating pancakes in front of a cardboard castle covered in whipped cream? I don't know.
2: And it's Ninety degrees in there. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, swelteringly hot. <laughs> the cream's melting off the cardboard. Delicia
0: was cold.
2: <laughs> the more you think about that room, the more like fucking heinous it becomes. <laughs> Absolutely, there's a moat full of stagnant blood water, like around oh. the edge. <laughs> <No. laughs> suffering, isn't there? <laughs>
3: oh
0: my god! <laughs> Neon everywhere. Gross. I guess on that note, we're just going to wrap that, <laughs> that up right now. <laughs> if you guys have any comments, concerns, or anything else you want to follow up with about investigations too, just let us know at objecttothispodcast at gmail.com. You can always send us a message on Tumblr, Um You can listen to this show on the normal places. Stitcher,
2: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean.
0: Where we live. Um, where
2: we live. Thanks, Dark H 2 off the YouTubes for use of our theme song, Hey Pal,
0: Detective Gumshoe Remix. Thanks, Michelle, for the garbage at the end. Thanks, Kevin, for coming and hanging out. Yeah, thanks for having me. The stream. Do you want to do any plugs, Kevin?
1: Uh, play Bugsnax. Bye
0: Buy Snakes.
1: Yeah. I'm not doing a podcast right now just to do thanks
0: But, yeah, it's a good game. It's they good got game. merch on Thang Gamer. It's cute. Buy the physical edition.
1: It's not yet, but one day we'll Pre-order be. that, Pre-order that physical. physical
2: edition of Bugsnax
0: um i think that's it though all
1: right well in the meantime i'm stephanie i'm
0: michelle and i'm cap it and that's object to this so why don't you
3: object to that of i have some dance. officially a a smile from the funky how 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 Ooh baby. ooh baby. It's making me crazy. It's making me crazy. Every time I look around, every time I look around.